Hello, everyone, and welcome to Trial by Podcast. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I screwed said, it up already. It I almost said Trial by Podcast. That, isn't that what it's called? <sighs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Trial by Pilot, the show where we... Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to cut it the first time, but now I have to leave the entire thing in. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. Hey, everybody, welcome to Trial by Pilot, the show where we judge the... In- Fuck. It's hard to do when you got under pressure. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome back to Trial by Pilot. This is the show where we judge an entire series of television and the work of hundreds of people on one episode. Guys, it's not hard. Well, you've done it. <laughs> I've done it four times. Yeah. Um, yeah plus, you wrote time. it. Your memory works better when you write things down. That is true. I read a study about that. Well, yeah, anyway. That is true. I read an article <laughs> title about that. <laughs> We're Elizabeth, Bill, and Casey. Oh, yeah. We should remember to introduce ourselves. Yeah. I'm Who's who? Yeah. I'm Elizabeth. I was going to do that, but then I realized that's tacky. <laughs> tacky. <laughs> I'm Casey. That's Billy, the other male voice. And Elizabeth is female voice. Hi. It's not Hi. that hard to figure out, guys. Uh, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't be so heteronormative. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Question of the day. Question of the day. Unrelated to television. Yeah. For the most part. But it's related to this television show. Right. What is your favorite podcast? Casey, why don't you start, because you are the heaviest podcast listener. Oh, am I? I listen to about 24 podcasts, 25 podcasts, something like that. Uh, I would say my favorite is No Such Thing as a Fish. What is that about? Uh, it's a podcast where four people go around and they just talk about their favorite facts that they learned in the last week. Um, really? You know I love like random things. This explains so much about you. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah it's great. It's um, four people uh, over in the UK and they just like each have a fact and they go like round table and they like talk about their fact and they like branch off onto different subjects. It's great. I love it. If you want to like learn like random like trivia type stuff, it's good. Yeah, it sounds cool. Cool. I, I'm just, I just want to be a guest. That's why I'm really, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no such thing as a fish. If you come to America, please let me be a guest. <laughs> um, <laughs> tweeted them, everyone. My favorite is probably comedy bang bang. Um, strong choice. Yeah, I also listen to a pretty funny board game podcast. It's a comedy board game podcast called mm. This Game is Broken. Uh, relatively new, but worth checking out if you're into board games. Cool. Um, my <laughs> favorite is Forever 35. It's new this year, and it's about uh, you know women and what they do to take care of themselves. Oh, I guess, I guess men will never be 35. Jeez. Well, fucking sexist society we live in. <laughs> anyway, I like to talk about face masks and it makes me feel good. Very nice. So I, I just realized now that you suggested asking about podcasts because we're talking about Alex Inc., which is about a podcasting oh, company. Oh, did you not get it? No, I just realized oh, at yeah, this moment. No. I just said it. <laughs> I know. Yeah, oh my God. It still didn't click. <laughs> cool. Glad um, you listened. <laughs> so this episode, we're talking about another ABC comedy that just premiered. Um, it is called Alex Inc., and it Stars the returning to television Zach Braff, yeah, um, who is obviously most well known for Scrubs. Scrubs, Scrubs. Um, and TLC doesn't really want them, but I enjoyed it. That's a good one, Casey. What? <laughs> oh god! <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Jeez, that was fucking grade A beef right there. That was good. That was good. That was yeah, good. no, that was good. It was a thinker. Um, so we open up the episode with Zach Braff um, pitching his new podcast company to. Um, one of the Shark Tank guys, Chris Saka, 
I believe his the name is. The dumb guy who invested in Uber and wears stupid shirts. <laughs> All right. I didn't know that was even a real person. Strong feelings from Elizabeth. <laughs> I can't stand that guy every time I watch Shark Tank. He's so annoying. And he's always like, well, when I invested in Uber, it's like, we get it. And he got an Uber plug in the show, too. Anyway, Alex is trying to pitch to him in the beginning of the show. Yeah, and he's like super nervous, awkward, falling over himself. Yeah. He's trying to set up the projector and he pulls out the wires and puts the light in Chris Saka's eyes. Yeah. And, you know, um, there is a funny joke in there about how he's going to be the Cadillac of podcasts and he's like, does anyone make Cadillac references anymore? Yeah. Like, do people still use Cadillac as a reference? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was all right. Sure, it was fine. Um, yeah. So it's like failing and then we, it's kind of like the cold open. We go to the title sequence um, and then we flash back to a month ago. And he's in the kitchen with his wife and his two kids. And this is, throughout the episode, his wife and him are constantly exchanging, like, cutesy, like, lovey looks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which, like, made me want to bark by the Sickening. end. Sickening. Love is gross. Uh, yeah, it was irritating. Um, his yeah. wife... <laughs> was Elizabeth just looking at me? Yeah, she just gave you a little... Um, little look at me. I'm not, not going to play into that. Um, his wife was in The Good Place on NBC, which is... A great show, oh, yeah. and actually, I forgot about that show last episode when we talked about our favorite sitcoms. It's like right up there with Brooklyn Nine Nine and the yeah, Speed totally for there. Mm-hmm. I um, hear it's good. Good place is great. Excellent. All accounts I've heard, the good place is good. <laughs> Better than good. It's great. <laughs> okay, whatever. Um, uh, the kids in the in the scene I thought were pretty funny. Though sure. they have a, a son and a daughter. <laughs> <laughs> the son. Uh, he's trying to show them a magic trick. And he says, let me go get my oh, hamster. Yeah. I, I count with the magic stuff. Um, and then the daughter yells, our hamster, through like this weird yeah. megaphone toy. <laughs> I guess kids weren't bad. That, that was funny. Like, yes, I thought were very cute. Again, funny. like um, we talked about this for splitting up together. It felt like a real scene. Like the sister would be pissed off that she wasn't saying yeah. our hamster. I don't know. Oh, yeah. That one specific thing. Yeah, the family dynamic fun. was pretty. Yeah. I thought yeah, right. it was all right. <laughs> so <laughs> this is another ridiculous thing. Like, yeah. While watching this scene with Elizabeth, I almost asked her what Zach Braff's character's name is. Really? Yeah, I totally forgot. I had actually under like just like drawn a line in my it? in my notes. It's Alex. Oh my god! <laughs> you guys oh my are god! So dumb. I'm so dumb. <laughs> I did the exact same thing. I totally forgot. I, like, and he says in the beginning, oh, "I am Alex Schumann, and I'm ruining my life." Like, yeah. Says it. Well, it did not leave an impression on me. No. It, wow. Um. You guys like usually know the name, so I was like, "Oh, it must have like oh, I feel dumb now that I know it." But no, I, I feel extra dumb. Um, you, you said like you it didn't leave an impression. Can I just kind of like this will kind of spoil my views? Yeah, I got it. Can I read you my first three notes? Sure. Yeah. Intro scenes comedy is dumb. Second note, I am very unengaged. Third note, a drawing of me shooting myself in the head. <laughs> I really did not find this funny. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really. Yeah. All right, well, we'll, uh, we'll agree or disagree <laughs> soon enough. You guys save your opinions. <laughs> I, uh... um, so Alex gets interrupted by a phone call telling him that an alleged murderer is willing to talk to him. This is like a big story he's working yeah, on yeah. for his current job at a radio station. So he's pumped. He leaves. Um, and he pitches the story to the station where he works, which is called Cheer Up. Or that's the show, Cheer Up. Um, and everybody hates the idea um, except for one person who's his overly eager producer. Yeah, she was, she was funny. I liked her. Yeah, she was funny. Yeah, she was funny. Um, so he like snaps, quits his job right then and there. Yeah. Um, saying he doesn't want to cheer people up anymore. He wants to engage their minds. Sure. Yeah. So he's at dinner with his wife and reveals that he quit his job. And yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you guys got any of this. I kind of saw some rise similarities. I feel like we bring up oh, rise every episode. Yeah. yeah. This is kind of like the same thing. Like, yeah. There's no backstory behind it. He's just like, 
I don't feel fulfilled. I'm going to quit my job without telling my wife and yeah, kids yeah. because this is what I need to do. I'm a great storyteller. That yeah. was the whole show. Do you mm. know, I, it's so funny because I had such an issue with that guy on Rise and I did not have the same issue here. I thought it was the same. I think because it's a comedy, so yeah. it, it, it gives it a little bit of a pass. And just the tone of it, he was like, he's just kind of silly and you can tell that he cares what his wife thinks and he cares about his kids yeah. and it's not all about him. Yeah, it's like very impulsive to quit your job and... Yeah. But the fact that she's not just like fawning all over him like the guy like the wife on rise, she's like, you know, you're an amazing storyteller, but you're not good at anything else. Is this a good idea? Like yeah. I felt like there were more equals in this relationship. And yeah, he's not like really the... did need her. Yeah, she was trying to be supportive help. because Yeah, maybe he hated his job. I don't know. I, I didn't really see it the same way. I mean I now that you say that, yeah, sure, yeah. I get it. But I didn't see it when I was It was only lesser on this show than Rise. No, no, it was. I, I it was see. just, you know, that dumb pilot is still stuck in my head. So I was like, right. oh man, yeah. this is like another white guy who's just like, I'm going to do this because yeah. I can do I'm whatever I want. Yeah. yeah. That's Pretty so much. funny that I didn't even think that yeah, at I didn't all. Do that at all um, so there were a couple of funny lines in this scene, but uh, Zach Braff is just like JD from Scrubs. I love him in Scrubs. I, I, I did too. That I was such know. a goofy show. Yeah. I thought he was funny in it. But like, he's, he's the exact JD. same character, yeah. but like 15 years older and it's more irritating when it's like a 40 something yeah, year old yeah, doing it yeah. you know when it's like a, a goofy 30 year old it's like oh this guy's a dork right when right. it's an old guy you're like okay shut up yeah yeah you're, tr you're trying yeah. really really hard go, go collect social security <laughs> <laughs> then we get introduced to Alex's cousin Eddie um, he's who, gonna be his business partner right and they're meeting with uh, Deidre who is his producer at a coffee shop uh, and and so, she's like super in love with him. Like, yeah, right. super obsessed. She's, she's, like, she's like sitting like super close next to him. Um, and then DJ asks Eddie, if he's such an in-demand salesman, why is he in a coffee shop at 3 p.m. on a Tuesday? Uh, and his response was, he's just dying to spend eight bucks on an espresso. <laughs> uh, and this was this is played by, uh, who's this dude? He was in The Sopranos. I was going to say, say Christopher Moltisano. Oh, Michael Imperioli. Sure. Uh, and I, I thought he was good. I thought he was funny. Yeah, I thought he was really funny. For like the character. Yeah, he, was, you know? he wasn't a, a huge character, but he was fine. Right. I, yeah, I mean, his his attitude when they're like, okay, did you come up with a business plan? He's like, yeah, so I ran some numbers and I think what you need is uh, a couple of good mics and some chairs. Now, I've got some chairs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is um, funny and then Deirdre like comes to his defense and is like, no, he makes like amazing professionally produced pieces and we need a budget and blah, blah, blah. Okay, so here is something I considered towards the end. Um, I get why they didn't do it from the show standpoint, but from the actual character standpoint, uh, why didn't the... the uh, other business owner, the cousin, the salesman. Why wasn't he in the sales pitch in the beginning? Don't you think you would want the salesman yes. in the, the sales pitch, in your main sales pitch? Because it's all about Alex. Yeah. Just it's, like it's all about fucking Lou. I mean, <laughs> I mean, oh my they, God, they, I didn't think Alex and Lou were the same. They obviously do that for the ending. Yeah. When yeah. he has this little thing. But, I mean, why no, else is he there? That's a good point, Casey. It is a great yeah. point. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so they realize they need money. They're like, all right, th think of any rich people you know. And apparently Alex once interviewed Chris Saka for his show. So that's how he somehow knew this rich guy. Sure. Um, and meanwhile, Deidre's like doodling Alex's yeah. face. <laughs> yeah. The thing. Um, so then they, then the three of them go and tour an incubator office space kind of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is where I was really let down because watching the previews for the show, I was hoping they were going to be like these like really quirky side characters with like interesting businesses. Yeah. And I just feel like you could have gotten so much humor out of that. And here's the fucking three businesses they go on. A beer pong league, yeah, which is like, what? What is this? My thing? senior year of high school, like, that's such yeah, like dude. a fucking old joke. Yeah, a hypoallergenic cat suit, 
and a machine that rocks a baby to sleep, and of course, like it launches the baby across yeah, the room every five seconds. Good. And a machine that rocks a baby funny. to sleep is just a baby swing that already exists. Yeah, yeah there's like, like a thousand there's, of yeah, them. Yeah, there's like a thousand yeah. different types of yeah. that. Thing. So I was kind of let down. I thought it was not creative at all what they did with that whole. No, but I am into baby catapults. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's get those on the market. Get Chris Saka on the phone. No. So <laughs> they need to put a down payment or whatever on the office, and Eddie convinces Alex to dip into their 401k. That, that was one of the scenes I like where he was like, Don't worry, I'm not going to go into the 401k. And she's like, I didn't even consider that you would. Oh, that was a fun yeah. line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's like, Well, I'm not. And she's like, Yeah. Okay, you better not. Yeah. And then, and then he does. He like immediately does. Right. Yeah. Fucking boo. <laughs> oh my God, you guys just ruined the show for me. <laughs> Good. Um, did the part where he telling the story to the kids happen yet, or did you skip that? Uh, no, that's the next scene. Happen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just so, want to make a point about that. N- next scene, um, the family's in the kitchen again, um, where they spend a lot of their time. Yeah. And Alex is trying to convince the kids how powerful radio and storytelling can mm-hmm. be. And so he gives the story of this alleged murder, doing a bunch of voices. And the wife and the kids are in awe. He's, yeah. he's so good at this. And I mean, I don't know. Casey, what were your thoughts on this scene? I didn't I didn't love this scene. I thought it was kind of corny. Um, I could see like it be being a cute scene. I could, I could see you like seeing it as a cute scene. It didn't super work for me. Mm-hmm. I wanted to point out just the one thing I noticed. He's doing all of the uh, sound effects. And then he says, and then he opens a door and a door sound effect happens. Wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> a door sound effect happens. Well, He's doing all the sounds and then a door sound effect. Because they started to like, I noticed that too, because he like starts to do, they're like, oh, now they're in a science lab and he blows bubbles into a straw and he stops, yeah. but the bubbles continue. So like, I felt like it was just sort of the show being like, they're like almost, pre- like the whole thing is coming to life. He's It was their imagination kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Around Maybe, them. but that you're, I think you're looking more into that. No, no, no. <laughs> really? I, I think it's weird about the door. Music yeah. But stuff. yeah, like, if, if the bubbles thing is true and the bubbles continue, then I see it as them like, it's the kid's imagination okay, yeah. like, living up to it. I don't know, right. whatever. Uh, I'm I, not going to rewatch the I, I liked the scene. <laughs> I thought it was, I thought it was, I thought it was both corny and cute. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was a little more corny than cute and not, as you can tell, I wasn't super into the humor in this. Um, yeah. The, also, the wife just bothered me. I didn't think she was that good. Yeah, she's all right. Every scene, she's just like super overly agreeable, smiley. Oh, like, the character? Yeah, the character. Yeah, I like the character. I thought the actress was good. No, you didn't think she was good? I thought she was Maybe, good. I, I don't know if it was her, the director, or what. Yeah, it was just like. Uh, Maybe they just didn't give her a whole lot to work with. She wasn't like, that interesting was, like, at all. No, yeah. Her, her character was literally just like, oh, you dipped in the 401k? Well, now you said something cute, and it's fine. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. There's, I, there's I no meant, I thought she did. I'm so much given. more forgiving of this behavior on this show. Oh yeah, me for too. For some reason, I, I guess because it's it's a goofy comedy. Yeah. It makes more sense for um, a goofy comedy for the, the male protagonist to do stupid things than yeah. for like a, a more serious show. The male protagonist to constantly be doing stupid things. Right. Sure. Yeah. yeah it's it's definitely different. Um, and then the, the story ends, and he goes, "See, kids, you don't need pictures. Now go watch TV while we finish dinner." <laughs> I like this. I liked this show, you guys. I feel <laughs> now. I feel. Like, stupid. Don't like, <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. Um, and the wife goes, what the wife says, she's a little turned on, and he says, well, all those characters are going to try to have sex with you tonight. <laughs> okay, I like that. <laughs> it, was, it was a solid scene. I, I like the scene. I don't, even, I don't yeah. even think I laughed at that, but I didn't like that. Yeah. But that that's one of the things that's where I kind of playing. liked, I, I know that you think it's annoying that she's like looking at him all lovey this whole time, but I liked that it, it kind of showed this is one of those things that she loves about him. Like he totally came yeah. to life in that scene and yeah, she like trusts him and believes in him with this story. Like she knows that he can do this well. So I kind of liked 
that scene, even though it was like, you know, sappy, like goofy look. Yeah. Yeah. But I agree. Fair enough. I agree with everyone. Let's just all agree. Wow. <laughs> what a great world. What a nice podcast this is. <laughs> uh, Alex meets the murderer at his incubator space. Oh, yeah. Alleged. Which, like, the alleged murderer. Yeah. But why was the murderer not in jail? Like, he had been... Well, he's an alleged murderer, so he could be out on bail. For murdering two children? Sure. No. If, if... <laughs> I can, like, okay. We can get into the super legal... If, if you are... If, if, if there's a lot of points that, like, show you not being the murderer... I can see the bail being set at not nothing. At, you know, I can see a bail being set. It would be insanely high for murdering two children. Sure, but I think you'll have to pay 10% of whatever the bail is. And if he's a rich guy. Uh, all right, whatever. It was a stupid point to bring up anyway. I was just like, oh, this, this, this murderer who killed two kids by poisoning them, allegedly, yeah. is just like walking around. Yeah. Well, you so, see the case is kind of like very strange when he tells it us. It is, yeah, He yeah, tells yeah. the story to the kids previously, so we know what happened. Yeah. Um, no. Which is like not really that important to the plot, no, um, which we're about to find out because oh my god, the, this is so dumb. The, the murderer crazy. sees the hypoallergenic cats and he goes, "Oh, I'm allergic to cats!" And immediately he goes, I'm, he's like, "I'm oh, I'm quite allergic to cats. Quite allergic, like, yeah. It's a serious allergy." It's and so clear. the cat people come over, bring this guy into their little booth, which like first of all, this guy's like in a meeting, rude, yeah, um, and throw a cat on him with yeah. with a hypoallergenic jacket, and as predictably as you can imagine. His face and neck like blow up, yeah. and he passes out. Alex is sitting there in the background. He's like, "See, look at he's enjoying it." Yeah, and I'm like okay, cat's face isn't covered. It's just in a plastic wrap. <laughs> like, yeah. you can't possibly think this is gonna work. Yeah, it's just such yeah. a dumb like contrived way to like throw in. And then he's like, "Oh yeah, we, we lost we lost the murder, so we don't have that story anymore." Yeah, that was like yeah. the whole setup, yeah. and it's just gone. It's so dumb. It could have just been him being like, I don't know. It could have been anything. It could have been like they could have just been like, "Oh shit, they found out he did do it." Well. Damn it, there, there goes our, our story. Right, right. No, they really had to get that hypoallergenic cat joke in yeah. there. Yeah, which very weird. didn't land even close. Yeah. <laughs> Landed in the water. So then Alex is in I, his son's bedroom. I don't know. And the son is <laughs> the son's practicing magic. And Alex is such a prick about this the entire yeah. episode. Yeah. He's like just blatantly mean to his kid, embarrassed like, by his don't kid. Don't do magic. That's very dorky. Yeah. You do not want to do that. He, he tells his son, like, you should lay low at the talent show. It's like, this, I used to be you know, an AV club, and then I realized that was not cool. You should also yeah, realize this isn't I, cool. I see he was definitely being a dick, but I could see if you're like, I don't want my kids to get made fun of. I'm sure that's, like, super hard for a parent. But also, like, he was kind of being a dick about it. Yeah, but, like, you can do that in a subtle way. He was making faces like, God, this kid is such a loser. Yeah. Um, he Yeah, so he says, like, tone down or whatever, and the kid goes, Dad, we were totally on the same page. And then I wrote, dialogue and acting is mostly bad. <laughs> Oh, I thought that was good. I liked the son. I like the son. I thought the son. I thought the son had very good comedic timing. I thought um, he was like a little bit more like a drier humor than you see in most. I would kids say the dialogue was worse age. than the acting. I, okay. I thought the dialogue was pretty bad. Oh yeah, sure. I agree with that part. Yeah. yeah. And then he pulls the chain link out of his mouth the whole time, like that magic that trick, and it goes on for too long. And he's like, "Did you brush your teeth?" He's like, "This is this is how I brush my yeah. teeth." Yeah, that was, funny. Funny, you know? that was funny. All the things you guys are saying are funny are things I would agree were funny, but I don't think I laughed at any of them. Okay. Like I was like, "Huh, that's funny." Yeah. Um, I understand that to be funny. So now. <laughs> I almost just said Lou. I really did. <laughs> so now Alex um, goes into his bedroom and flops on the bed where his wife is working. She's a public defender. Mm-hmm. And he, like, lets out a whine. She says, all right, one second. I'm working on an important case. And then he whines louder to get her attention. Oh, my God. And so she's like, all right, I'll, I'll drop everything to talk again. Like, what a dick. Uh, 
This is totally Lou Mazu from from Rise. It is, yeah. I'm so disappointed. The more you're talking about it, the more I'm like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, like, you go in, your wife's working, you whine. She's like, all right, just just one second. I'm doing something important for my job that I have, which is supporting us because you quit your job. Which is the only job. And he goes, ooh. Fucking loser. Uh, Loser. Loser. (laughs) 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 Sorry, Josh Radner and the cast of Rise. Um, so she finds out that he dipped into the 401k, of course, and finally gets upset at one thing for like yeah. one second before yeah. she walks out of the room. Yeah. That was the whole scene. That was the whole scene. He's just low on a comedy. <laughs> we jump forward and we finally get back to the original pitch meeting from the cold open. Yeah. And uh, Chris Sack is asking Alex, what's his unfair advantage? Because everyone is trying to do the same thing. Everyone's trying to start a podcasting company, apparently. So what do you have that nobody else has? Yeah. And he has no answer for it. No. He, he just kind of like, like he stares. He does like magic thing. He like waves his hands. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, magic yeah. like a magic trick. Yeah. And so Chris Acker just like leaves to go catch his plane. Yeah. And then we go to the talent show where his son is performing magic. Oh, actually, before that, there's some kid singing a, like a love song, which, which was a really funny scene, I thought. Oh, my God. It was so funny. And his like weird grandma with giant glasses is mirroring him in the front row. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. just song. like a little funny cute thing. It's a song thing. from Girls. I can't remember the name of it but Jennifer Hudson's character sang it and it's like and I'm telling you. <laughs> Go on. It's just as bad as he did. It, but he's singing it so terribly and it's so cute. Like yeah. I thought that was like a really adorable scene. I, I like Yeah, it was an adorable scene until Alex starts criticizing the kid. And then someone, okay. someone in the audience is like, oh, actually, I'm enjoying this. Could you, like, be quiet? Yeah. I, think I was just was, like, this kid sucks and your ears are stupid. Yeah. I think he was just talking and someone was like, shh. And then he was like, are your ears broken? <laughs> yeah. I thought that was yeah. funny. I don't, no, it was just one more thing of him being a dick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, until now, I didn't. I, don't, I still don't really look at him as a dick. Just like, a, maybe. But yeah, he's the worst. At, as, at the time of viewing, I wasn't like, oh, this guy's a dick. I was like, this guy's an idiot. Yeah, now, I mean, yeah. I'm just kind of playing it up now. but Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, for so sure. His son goes on, and he's in, like, full wizard regalia. I fucking love this scene. He's, <laughs> he's, he's, uh, he's yeah. riding around on a Segway underneath yeah, his wizard robe. I didn't robe. notice that first. Oh, yeah, it's so it's good. It's so cool. It looks like he's floating. Yeah, it was really this funny. great. I would fucking love that if, yeah. if I saw that. And so I mean, he, did. <laughs> <laughs> he gets a girl from the audience. And he puts her into this yeah, big box. Yeah, she's like reluctant, doesn't want to go. Yeah, because all the kids yeah. are like, and like oh, at she's, it. she's like, this dorky kid's doing this or whatever. Yeah, and, there, and there's other boys in the class that are like yelling Loser, rude things. Yeah, whatever. So he puts her, he locks her up in the box, and he, then he pulls out two swords. <laughs> yeah, he's like, real swords. And his parents are like, where do you get swords? <laughs> yeah. And so he stabs one sword through the box, and the girl starts screaming, and the little kid starts freaking out, like, oh my god, oh my god. He's like trying to unlock the box. Yeah. The whole audience like jumps out of their seats and starts to panic. Yeah. And then he opens up the box, no one's in there. Yeah. And the girl comes out from backstage. And waving like waving. Yeah. It was so it was so good. Yeah, it was that really was fantastic. Um and you know, the the crowd goes wild. It was all part of the act. Of course. Um and now Alex is finally proud of his son, you know? <laughs> like the, Yeah. You fucking hate him. (laughs) (laughs) And so they're outside and he like gives him a big hug and he asks him about the kids who were teasing him. And so his son says he just needs to show them the right kind of magic, that magic can be cool, just like Alex does with radio. Yeah. And so Alex has this big epiphany like, that's just what I needed to hear. Yeah. You're making fun of it. And I thought it was such a sweet thing that the... That the, he said to him, he's like, no one thinks radio is cool, but when you do it, it's amazing. Dad, no, like, no, I thought yeah. the scene was fine. No, yeah. I, I liked most of the end scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Like from um, Magic Show on, I kind of I kind of enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, the Magic Show itself was great. Yeah. So then they all jump into the minivan to speed to the airport, and he just yeah. blows through the airport security gate, like smashes it <laughs> to, to smithereens. Yeah. Um, catches Saka boarding his private jet, and he says, "I know what my unfair advantage is. It's me. Yeah. I, I'm the best. Nobody does it better." And and Saka, of course, loves it. Yeah. But before he signs on, he asks him, "What the what is the first show going to be about?" And so, you know, he lost a murder, so he doesn't know what it's going to be. Yeah. And so the wife says, it should be about this. It should be the story of Alex quitting his job and starting this company. Yeah. He, you know, he might succeed, he might fail. Like this whole family, the whole family dynamic about it. Yeah, yeah. It. Which, like, I was like, eh. Yeah, I don't really love that. Yeah, it didn't sound like a very strong. It seemed like they kind of had to hint us that in because they forgot right. to write something. <laughs> right. um. Well, actually, this is based on a true story. You guys are making that up. You say that about every fucking show. <laughs> every show now is based on a true yeah. story or on an old show. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, and I think the true story is this guy really started by telling the story of himself. Oh, sure. I believe it. Yeah. Um, Lame. Um, here's what I want to say, though. The advantage he gives is himself. Like, you know, I'm a good journalist and, like, I, I care about – these stories are hard, but I care about them. Uh, that's literally the only thing he has going for him. <laughs> it's not like he had to, like, rack his brain. The only thing that's happened is he wants to do these stories that he cares about. Right. He couldn't fucking remember that in the meeting. <laughs> he couldn't remember, like, well, I want to do these important stories, and no one's really doing them. Right. He's just like, magic hands. <laughs> like, seriously? Couldn't remember? That, just, that annoyed me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then the rest of the scene is pretty good. Yeah, so uh, Saka agrees. Alex is going to get his money. And then he gets slammed down and handcuffed by the airport security yeah, guards. Yeah. Runs away. But yeah, but then at the end, he ran away from the cops. It's like... I mean, it was just a... a it was so goofy slapstick, but I was like, yeah. all right, you're going to go to jail now. Yeah, that's, <laughs> right. what I, that's what I thought. You're making... In the real world, your sentence is now worse, but right, I'm right. sure that won't come up again. That was like a silly story yeah, kind of silly. thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I complained about this in the last episode, talking about splitting up together. Like, the show is obviously a goofy sitcom, which is fine. Mm. But they're also focusing on this family dynamic with him and his wife and his two kids. There's a lot of heartfelt stuff in this in this pilot. Yeah. And then like the most goofy stuff, like him running from the cops, yeah. which will be completely ignored. Like, yeah, come on. Yeah. I don't know. It just didn't. Yeah. It didn't all fit together for me. Yeah, I didn't really like this show. So you would not recommend this show, Casey? I wouldn't. I even like saw commercials for it after. And in most of the commercials I saw, because we did like you know we've been watching a lot of ABC shows lately. Um, and in the commercials I saw it, there was very little dialogue in them. There was like one that had some dialogue, but mostly it was like one or two little lines. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, because the comedy sucks. Well, <laughs> I watched the commercials for the upcoming episodes and I thought every scene they're showing is the four family members sitting down at the table. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, we've already seen that, like three scenes in the pilot. Yeah. Like, if it's going to be focused on them, uh, I don't know. Again, I thought the two kids were funny. Yeah. Uh, Alex was kind of like an annoying older JD to me, and I didn't really like the mom. So yeah, I don't know. Not not much there. Yeah, and I, and I even meant like episodes just for the show, like not like upcoming ones. Yeah, you know, because yeah. I'm watching things on demand, so things are coming out different. Yeah, so it was just like the show I watched, but it's just like music over scenes. And See, then I uh, loved that commercial. Yeah, because, because they tricked it you was into a really good song. Oh, stop and, it. No, I'm just saying. Like, that's where I was like, oh, I, I think that they did a good job of getting me to think, like, I'm excited for this show. I like the tone You're the of only it. person who gets excited to be tricked. 
by, oh, by yeah, a huge company. Well, now I I'm really kind of like that they know how to kind of get into my brain and, and, <laughs> and, and uh, you know, really dig around in there. Yeah. I'm not trying to be naive, like, oh, I like the song, so I like the show, but it, it did make me think, all right, so maybe I'm naive. I don't know. I, no, it's good that you're self aware about it. That's, that's what's funny about it. It's, it's funny that you're, I mean, that is literally how they. They, that's how they market everything. Right. They're, sure, yeah. they're tricking us. Every marketing is tricking us. It's just funny that you're aware of it and like that you, they're tricking you. <laughs> like I saw a Subaru commercial and all the things are like about like love and travel. I'm like, I like, you know, na nature stuff. And I'm like, oh, that, you know, I, I realized like, oh, they're tricking me into liking a Subaru. <laughs> right. Um, hey, they're great cars. Are they? I don't know. I don't know. Everyone I, in Vermont has one. I genuinely, I, you know, sponsor <laughs> I, I literally know nothing about a car, but anytime I'm like, I kind of want a new car. I'm like, what was like? Oh, I should get a Subaru. And then I realized, like, I'm like, oh, they're fucking tricking me. I have no idea about Subarus. Well, some car company is going to trick you if you eventually get a car, so. No, well, not necessarily. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, yeah, I noticed it and wasn't like, yay, I'm being tricked. All right, enough about Subaru until they give us money. We will sponsor you, though. Any other thoughts on the show? Again, like, there was so much focus on the family, and I was really hoping for, like, some really cool side characters yeah. and funny stuff with that. And none of the side characters really did it, like, Michael Imperioli's character was good, but not funny, and Deirdre. Deirdre was was fine. I liked her. She wasn't like that much of a main character. No, though. she was very. Like, she had like three little bits. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not excited at all for the side stuff in the incubator. Oh, see, I still no. am. I think that they can. Do, I think maybe they can do more with it, or I'm just hopeful that they will. And um, I don't know. I would recommend the show. I originally was like, oh, I'm really excited about this show. I like it. I love the tone of it. Um, and I love the kids, but now I really hate that Lou and Alex <laughs> are the same people, so I'm not sure, but originally I would say yes, I would recommend They're the comparable. Show. I wouldn't say they're the same. I don't know if it'll get a second season. Yeah, I was just going to say, I, I don't, don't think, think it will. will. <sighs> yeah. I have to say, I've seen reviews online and they are not positive. Okay. So, so, so who, who knows? But I mean, well, like always, I am people, spot on. People like Zach Braff, and yeah. again... Trying to put the silver lining on it, this could be one of those shows where in a couple episodes you look back, you're like, "Oh yeah, remember yeah. The, how bad the pilot was? Like it's actually figured itself out." Yeah, which is something like I'm not. I wouldn't say for Rise. I wouldn't say for for the people. Like the yeah. pilot is what the show is going to be. Yeah. Whereas the last couple sitcoms we've watched, like it could figure them. It could figure itself sure. out. You know. I, I mentioned how some of the commercials were just like whatever, and I saw like one that was not. The one that was not was for upcoming things, and I was like, maybe they're. This doesn't look so bad, actually. Yeah. But I really didn't like this episode, but... So, I, I could see them figuring it out, uh, mm. but I don't think they will. Yeah. Just in my... If I, if I have to pick one or two. One or two. One? One or two. What? <laughs> <laughs> one or the other. For the record, I don't know if you guys still want to do this segment, but I think the hamster is going to die. Oh, my gosh. Which we didn't even uh, talk about the hamster. No one knows about the hamster. Isn't it a gerbil? Yeah, we did talk about the hamster when he did the magic trick with his hamster. Was the daughter gerbil? was like, my hamster. Oh, hamster. Oh, we did talk about that. So yeah, we talked about, no, about, talk about the uh, Billy, who do you think is going to die? Oh, boy. The boy? Okay. I, I hope Lou dies. <laughs> <laughs> I, hope, I hope Josh Ratner doesn't guest appearance on the show. He doesn't guest appearance. Just get hit by a bus. Uh, let's see. I think... Man, I barely remember this show. Holy crap. This segment sucks. It wasn't my idea. <laughs> yes, it was. Elizabeth just keeps bringing it up. I just won't let it die. Okay. Uh, Plugs? 
yeah, I don't care. Someone's going to die. Uh, <laughs> Someone's going to die. The, the investor's going to die. Who cares? He gets into a plane crash <laughs> He's in the rich Alps. and white. Has, white rich people don't die. He gets into a plane crash in the Alps. He has to eat a soccer team. <laughs> hey, that was a great movie. <laughs> sure. Um, was it the Alps? Sure. Okay, anyway. Yeah. Plugs. No, it was not the Alps. It was the Andes. <laughs> okay, yeah. They sound the same. Email us at trialbypilot at gmail.com if you have questions, comments, or suggestions on TV shows to watch. Also, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Trial by Pilot. And a huge thank you to The Beats for providing our theme music. Oh, yeah. Follow me at Twitter and Instagram at AKC Lynch. There you can find my art that I have an Etsy store on. And also, you can see my podcast, Zomboys. So, check those out. All right. We'll see you next time, guys. Bye. See you later. Watching television, watching television. Watching television, watching television.